I'm Morgan Rector, host of the Human Monsters True Crime Podcast. Do you find life boring within the comfort zone? This is the right show for you. It will test your endurance. The offenders profiled are among the most inhumane. These people specialize in the unthinkable. Human Monsters. Available wherever you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. The scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder... Desperation can make people do incredibly horrible things. On March 31st, 2006, a woman in Australia was sentenced for killing not just one, but possibly five of her newborn children. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On a hot day in summer of 2005, a man living in a multifamily apartment block in Graz, Australia, went to the shared freezers to get some ice cream for his young children. As he rooted around the community offerings looking for the right box, he had grazed something much larger than he expected. He looked on in horror as, amongst the frozen meat, was the body of an infant wrapped up in a bag. He, of course, called the police, who soon found that there was not just one baby in the freezer, but two, and they had likely been there for about three years. Forensics would later add the morbid detail that the newborn seemed to have been alive when placed inside of their frozen tombs. Now, the thing was, the apartments in which the babies were found was built to promote a more energy-efficient lifestyle, where, instead of electronics in each personal living space— The families shared things like washing machines, dryers, and freezers in a communal space. So at first, there was no way of knowing who, amongst the families living there, had placed the babies in the freezer. So as police dogs descended on the building to try and sniff out leads to a potential suspect, two more bodies were located in the shared shed outside of the property in plastic buckets filled with concrete and hidden underneath a pile of trash. Thankfully, it seemed these victims had been dead before being hidden, though the extensive damage the concrete caused made it impossible to be sure. With no leads, authorities began knocking on each and every single door, questioning every single resident to try and find their killer. Everyone said they had no clue who the babies were or how they got there, until finally one resident broke down and confessed. 33-year-old Gertrude Arsberger had, according to her confession, 
given birth to each of the four babies in the bathtub after going the entire nine months unaware that she was pregnant. That she was so shocked once she gave birth that she couldn't remember what happened after. So she and her partner, 39-year-old Johannes Genzer, who was the father of at least three of the babies, had been living in the apartment block for the last three or eight years. Reports differ. Kept to themselves, tended to a beautiful yard in front of the building, kept a pristine home, and never raised any red flags. So when she was arrested for the murders, everyone was shocked to say the least. A few residents did, however, state that she may have been pregnant a fifth time, though a fifth body has never been found, and that each time she was pregnant, it was fairly obvious. Once she was in police custody, Gertrude's story changed quite a bit. According to this new version, she said the babies were born over a seven-year period, though forensics believe a three-year period is more accurate, and that once she gave birth to them out of sheer despair and desperation, she ended their short lives. She said that she knew she couldn't handle having another mouth to feed as they were barely making ends meet just the two of them and was worried that if she had the babies, Johannes would leave her. According to Johannes, who was also brought into custody, he had no clue that Gertrude had been pregnant, let alone birthed and killed four infants. The couple was arrested on June 2nd, 2005 and charged with multiple counts of murder. In the end, Gertrude, who was tried on five counts of murder, pleaded guilty to killing four of her babies. As they could not rule out that one of them had been stillborn and she denied being pregnant a fifth time, Gertrude was sentenced to life imprisonment on March 31st, 2006 for the murders of three of her babies. Johannes Genzer, who did admit to telling Gertrude he would leave her if she got pregnant, was charged as an accessory to murder and sentenced to 15 years in prison. As he left the courtroom in handcuffs, he asked the judge if he could still offer Gertrude his hand in marriage. He firmly answered no, and the lovers were sent to their separate prisons. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on April 1st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.